You're listening to Solar Insiders, the fortnightly podcast that shines the light on the world's biggest energy source. Solar Insiders is presented by Giles Parkinson, the editor of Renew Economy, and Sophie Voroth, the editor of One Step Off the Grid. Solar Insiders is brought to you by Pylon, helping solar installers and retailers design high-resolution solar proposals in minutes. And Nextracker, delivering the most advanced solar tracking technology and the highest performing solar assets in the country. Hello and welcome to this latest episode of the Solar Insiders podcast. My name is Giles Parkinson. I'm the editor of Renew Economy and the EV-focused sister site, The Driven. And joining me is One Step Off The Grid editor, Sophie Barath. How are you, Sophie? I'm very well, thanks, Giles. And you? Look absolutely um, pretty good. Apart from the northerly wind coming in and blowing away the waves and my surfing, oh, that's outrageous. And, and my surfing plans, it is outrageous. I mean, you know, weather-dependent events, I suppose. Mm. Um, might have to get used to them. Solar tiles, yes, they've been talked about for a decade. Um, I still think it's one of our best-rating stories, actually, um, <laughs> on a solid start from way back when. Tesla got very excited about them, mm. and I don't know whether they're back or whether they're actually gone, but. There seems to be some developments and um, we've got an interview today. We have. Today I um, I spoke to Peter Leeson who is from Leeson Group and he is the uh, inventor, I guess you would say, of the Volt Solar Tile, which is, is it's a different beast from the Tesla Solar Tile, um, arguably a little bit more lo- sensible in that it's a bit, it's logistically easier to put in, takes less time. You know, he can explain all of this when when, we, when I speak to him. But it's a it, he's been working on it since um, I think he said two thousand and eight, um, and yeah, it, it's really coming along. Uh, well, let's have a listen. Um, um, this is your interview record, um, just a little short while ago with um, Peter Leeson from the Leeson Group. Welcome to Solar Insiders, Peter Leeson. Hey Sophie, how are you going? I'm very well. How are you? Excellent, thank you. Now, Peter, I got in touch with you this week because I wanted to chat with you on Solar Insiders about the progress of your solar tile, the Vault, which launched in October last year. And I had seen that you'd installed a system in WA and I was thinking, oh, that's exciting, we'll talk about that. But I found you in Turkey. Um, And here you are today talking to me from Istanbul. So can you tell me, what are you doing over in Turkey? Thanks, Sophie. Yeah, um, pretty exciting. I uh, I came over to Turkey last week for a project that we've sold through one of our distributors over here. So, um, excitingly, it's a 100 kilowatt system on one home of Volt Solar Tile, uh, which is a massive project. And uh, yeah, we we believe it is the largest solar tile installation on one home in the world. So wow. uh, my team's done a bit of research around it and found that the nearest competitor is um, Tesla Roof in the States, which has done is a 44 Is that one in system. Hawaii? No, I think it's, um, it's somewhere in the US from what we've researched, yeah. Mm. Okay. And how many kilowatts? Uh, the, the Tesla one that we've seen is 44 and this one that we're doing is 100 kilowatts. So wow. it's, it's, it's massive. It's a huge... Huge home, huge roof, um, and it's starting to look excellent. That's fantastic. And so, how did the, how did the people, you know, how did this Turkish household get onto 
your Volt Solar Tile, which, uh, you know, as, as I said before, it's uh, been on the market properly for not even a year yet. So that's fantastic. Yeah, so we've been, um, I mean, I've been in the building integrated PV industry for about 10 years. It's a very, very small industry, as you could imagine. Uh, done projects uh, within Asia um, and all throughout Australia. So we've been developing the product for about eight years and we've got some pretty solid relationships as our solar tile needs to pair with a standard roof tile and we've got two strategic partnerships. So one's uh, Bridge Tile Roofing, part of the Brickworks Group based in Australia. So we, we pair with the, their flat concrete and flat terracotta roof tiles in Australia. The other partnerships with a company called Las Candea based in Alicante in Spain. Uh, they make a terracotta uh, roof tile and mm -hmm. so we follow their distribution channels so they distribute to 85 countries around the world and um, so we we pair with their tiles so we've already got existing potential clients in 85 countries um, wow. who already install these roofing systems instead of installing their standard roof tile they will just install the vault solar tile so it's a very accessible distribution model so um, this one actually came in as an inquiry direct from a distributor who already works with Lask and Day, but we also work with them um, in approach to different markets. So we're currently doing testing uh, to enter the US because it's under UL standards, not the IEC standards that we use in Australia. Okay. Well, 100 kilowatts is, is indeed a huge, huge installation um, in any way. Um, let alone in a solar tile. So that congratulations. Thank you. Now you, you went into a bit of detail just now, but let's backtrack a bit. And, and first of all, um, you've got deep history in, in the solar industry more broadly. Um, let's talk about that. And then, and then we'll look more closely at this solar tile. Yeah, fantastic. So I've <clears throat> I entered uh, solar in 2008. I got, I think it was BSCE back then. Um, was right on the cusp of the change um, accreditation uh, and started installing. We're an electrical business, um, doing a lot of commercial projects. Uh, and this is Leasing Group? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, this is Leasing yep. Group. So my background's uh, an electrician. So we, we, we built that up over time and then started sort of seeing different channels. So we, we worked in the BIPV space a lot as I just... I more found it interesting back then. I didn't fully comprehend the benefit um, of the IPV in the building fabric um, and and the aesthetic choice, but it's more sort of saw it as something interesting, new and different. Um, as we continued, you know, ninety nine point nine percent of our work within just standard PV and commercial rooftop systems. Then in um, <clears throat> in about two thousand twelve, we started designing products, you know, playing around with things. It was a bit of a hobby of mine. Mm. Uh, and sidetracked it for a little while as we entered the solar farm development space. So we've got quite a large solar farm development business. Yep. Um, and that, uh, that, that keeps us, you know, really busy. Uh, we've developed a 440 megawatt solar farm in Victoria. So that, that'll be the largest solar farm in Vic if we reach financial close, which should be early next year. Um, but then, uh, you know, sort of split the business out into a couple of different sections, whereas sales supply and installation, which informs our solar tile business, uh, Vault, mm -hmm. uh, solar farm development, and then, and then Vault, which is scaling pretty hard right now globally. So it's a, 
a lot to do and a, a lot of excitement um, you know, uh, around the product. And it's just uh, now manufacturing and delivery. Yep. And so while you've been in Turkey, um, is it your brother who's been in Western Australia working on an install there? Yeah, Matt's our technical compliance manager um, and construction manager. So he, he looks after all the standard side of things, but he's also an electrician like myself. Uh, we started the business together a long time ago. So he's, he's over in um, uh, Perth uh, this week. So we've got a um, Vault partner over there called Peri Peri Electrical. Um, and so Vault Partners basically uh, apply with us to uh, sell and install the product as a you know a sales distribution channel. Um, we sort of shortlist them through criteria. They have to have their own installation team, sales and engineering mm-hmm. design. So uh, we parted with Peri Peri quite a while ago. I think we met at All Energy last year where we had a stand. And um, now, you know, we've, we've done a system over there with them and, and trained them up on the installation. So we really like to nurture our Vault partners as it is a unique product. Um, we, yeah. we have all our online training systems, which they need to do. But then um, for the first install, it's really good to get out with them, show them all the tricks about the products, um, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Um, introduce them to how roofing works as well, because a lot of Electricians, you know, they'll understand how a roof goes together, but they might not understand the intricacies of valleys and and set setting out the roofs and that sort of stuff. Not that they need to do any of that, but it's very handy information to know. Yeah. So yeah, Matt was over there uh, last week in WA. He's been in Victoria installing this week, and he's up in Queensland next week. Um, wow. So there's there's a, a lot going on, a lot of travel. It is a lot of travel. Is that your first one in Queensland as well, or is have you done more on the east coast? No, that'd be our first vault install in Queensland as well. Oh, you're breaking all the all the new <laughs> barriers. Oh, yes. Great. Yep. So um, now, oh, sorry. Now we're in France, Istanbul, and uh, most states of Australia. Fantastic. Now on the on the more technical and aesthetic side of the of the tile it's a bit different from probably the the solar tile that more people might have heard of which is the tesla solar tile um that's a different kind of beast isn't it yeah the the tesla roof um what they've done is they've created their own roofing system so they they're they're roof is made out of glass which i'm not a huge fan of glass can be very difficult to walk on and, and quite heavy but um they've they've developed this new roofing system where they've got these glass tiles and they've got their solar tiles which obviously are already glass um so what they need to do is they need to create a new industry uh, a new distribution channel they need to train um installers how to install an entirely new roofing system because it's completely different to how a slate or a shingle roof uh, would be installed. Uh, We've chosen to go down the route of strategic partnerships where we Mm. work with a roof tile manufacturer and then work with their distribution, existing distribution channels. So that allows us to scale quite significantly. Um, Our efficiency, so we we had an advisor called Pottinger do a um global analysis of our business and our product and it came out that we have the highest efficiency lowest cost solitaire in the world which is pretty exciting we're at 19.5 efficiency for our platinum solitaire um we've also got some really unique attributes to our product it interlocks 
So the top solar tile interlocks into the bottom solar tile, which creates more of a sealed roof. Um, roofs aren't built straight. So that's a really unique aspect of our product. And then we've also got its own inbuilt cable containment system. So AS5033 specifically requires uh, HD protection or <clears throat> um, protection of the DC cables in the roof space um, and within 50 mil of the surface. So we've got our own aluminium cable containment system, which means that we can flow with AS5033, um, but it is also making it not only a safer system, uh, but also an easier to install system because the the connectors and everything are just that you plug it, slide it together, and they contain within their own system. There's no tying things up or anything like that. Yeah, so ease of install is is really important because I think that's been one of the huge problems for the Tesla roof, solar roof, is that, oh, yes. um, how long it takes. Not only how long it takes just to get you know the team to actually do it, but also <laughs> how long it then takes to install. I think there's been a project that they've talked about that was in Hawaii that um, is quite big as well, not nearly as big as, as your Turkish one, but uh, apparently it, it's taken years and um, they say thanks for the patient. They, they yeah, um, <laughs> the client for their patience. And I think, you know, you'd have to be pretty dedicated to, to want to, to take that kind of time. Um, yeah. What kind of time are you talking to install a roof at the size of the place in Turkey? Uh, so the one in Turkey being 100 kilowatts, quite it's actually a re-roof. So there's probably two ways to look at this, and both Tesla and, and Volt approach the market in the same way. We do re-roof him and we yep. do new homes. So a new home is going to be much quicker because it's it's clean, it's ready to go, whereas a, a re-roof takes a bit longer. This one in Turkey, um, almost not, probably I would say 65% of the roof is covered in solar tiles. Now, at 19.5% efficiency, you can imagine this is a massive home. Uh, the project will take about seven weeks um, from okay. start to finish. So um, it, it's, it's, it's big, but uh, in, in you know, what they do in, in the States um, and a lot of Europe is they use a product like a timber board, OSB, uh, and then they batten the roof and so on. So you've got ventilation. So whereas in Australia, we just put our trusses on a roof and then we put sarking down and then or a breathable membrane and then we batten the roof and then we put the roof tiles on so slightly different roofing construction uh but um yeah the the, the timeline for us being seven weeks that that should be start to finish on the entire project um but uh, the portion of that that's actually solar tile is it's significant on this project but um we're we're not any we like to say that we're quicker than a standard uh roof tile panel installation right. um, on a new home, that is. Uh, and and that's sort of been proven by the early projects that we've done, that we're installing these projects as quick as a um, standard panel system on a roof tile uh, home. Uh, yep. uh, we're, we're training our teams um, from the cusp. They, they know very little about the product other than the online training and they're installing, you know, five, six kilowatts within a day. Um, yeah, within sort of an eight, nine hour shift, uh, which is pretty impressive for the first go. We don't need to grind roof tiles. Um, we don't have a mounting system that comes underneath the roof tiles. You know, we're not putting that aluminium. You simply, the battens are done. When you arrive, you have to know where to set out your first solar tile and then you just lay them down like a roof tile, screw them in and plug them together. So <clears throat> it's uh, quite a quick installation system and being 
electricians. Um, that's that's something that's really helped us. You know, like I'm I'm not really on the tools. My back's very sore. I will say this week after being on on a roof for three or four days, uh, training the local electricians and roofers. But um, you know the the installation time is extremely quick, um, and our focus as electricians understanding that 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 requirement has gone into the design of the product, um, in the into the principles of the design. We've got a very long solar tile, so it's very wide, but it's very light, so it's only ten kilos, and it's about one point seven five meters long. So you can pass this thing thing around the roof very easily. It's very easy to walk across a roof rather than yeah walking across the roof with a 390 watt or 415 watt solar panel yep and for your more average installation what sort of what proportion of the roof will be solar tiles compared to regular tiles and what sort of size system do people look for yeah look our, our average is um eight kilowatts if, if you take the average of the quotes that we're doing and the, um, the the systems that we're selling and installing, it's eight kilowatts. But the the one in Queensland next week, I think that's about thirty kilowatts. So obviously a reasonably large one. That that thirty kilowatt system will take us about four days, five days. Mm-hmm. Um, that we're on the schedule, and so it'll be done within a week. So very quick. I'm okay. not sure how, how yeah. big this one in Hawaii is with Tesla, um, but I think uh, it was around forty. Uh, yeah, forty. Yeah, okay. So yeah, we're Mm. we're you can see that we're we're pretty quick system. Mm. Um, so the yeah, but we're really seeing an average of eight in terms of the amount of roof it takes up. You know, standard solar panels, sort of the good ones, twenty two percent. Um, I saw when has got a new panel out, I think it's 22.1. Um, so, you know, most panels sit between 21 and 22% right now. Uh, we're 19 and a half. So, um, you know, you, you're going to be taking up a similar footprint. Um, the only thing is our aesthetics and the way we can design, we can get right into the hips and the valleys of roofs because we're obviously modular and we sit at the same uh, height as a uh, roof tile. Yep. And cost-wise, um Obviously, as you mentioned earlier, this is a different kind of install to your regular panels on a roof, and mm-hmm. usually it's a replace entire replacement of a roof or a new roof. And you know, obviously, it's for a house where they're going for a certain aesthetic, and they don't want to have your regular system just sitting there on the roof. Um, but what does the cost end up coming out like? If you know, when you factor in the you know that it's part of a roof, so mm-hmm. that's a cost in itself. How yep. does it compare to to panels? Um, so comparing the panels is obviously difficult because it is a roofing system. Mm. Um, but if you if you just pulled out the um, the solar component, we will we'll be similar price to a sun power end phase system. Um, you know, premium end of the market, five five kilowatt. Um, you know, it's probably about thirteen and a half thousand dollars for a five kilowatt system. Uh, maybe a little bit more depending on the roof. Um, but if you compare our roof and our solar tile um, and the, the offset of, particularly internationally, the offset of the cost of the roof tiles um, installation, um, we're, we're highly competitive. We're probably only a few thousand dollars more than what would be if you were getting a new roof and solar mm. panels. Um, so that's that's sort of a key selling proposition where um, we've signed up with one of Australia's largest builders uh, they're putting it on um, a number of their display homes. Uh, I think about 13 or 14 display homes. 
So, you know, they're building 2,400 homes a year. Uh, so that's that's really exciting for us. So that'll all be announced in the in the coming weeks. Um, the uh, the comparison to a Tesla system for a 280 square meter roof with an eight kilowatt Tesla uh, system, you're probably talking about $230,000 US, uh, whereas our roof will probably cost you in the States for the same size system, probably about $45,000. Oh, wow. That's, so that's um, a we're, we're a lot cheaper. Yeah, they're and very the, different. And a lot quicker. <laughs> a, a lot quicker. And look, the Tesla product, I, I drive a Tesla. I'm a fanboy of Elon Musk. So, yeah, um, yeah I'll never talk poorly of him. But uh, it's that they, they, they've done a product of the future, like a lot mm. of what they do. Um, it, it, it looks okay, in, in my opinion. I'm, I'm a, a roofing guy. So, um, you know, I, I really understand roofs and, and what the benefits of roofs are. But um, you know that where where their sort of barrier to market, I believe, is the installation side, and that they've designed an entirely new roofing system where we're something that just slips within the existing building industry, um, yeah. uh, you know, construction industry, and sticking to to what you specialize in. And look, as you say, I'm I'm also a fan, uh, but that he's got a lot in his plate, Elon. <laughs> yeah, a lot going on. So. Yeah, perhaps your dedicated approach um, and and combining two, two you know electricians and roofers together is is a pretty good approach. Um, and speaking of this um, upcoming deal with the housing developer, that sounds like potentially a lot of tiles. How, are you going to be able to keep up with demand, and where are you going to make them? Yeah, absolutely. We've got no supply constraints at the minute, as you could imagine. Um, one of the painful parts about this industry, um, but then also the benefits, is that homes, the volume home market uh, specifically is um, about an 18-month sales cycle. So uh, a homeowner comes in, they they buy a block of land or they buy a house on land package. The land won't be released for nine to 12 months. Then they start construction. Then four months later, we're putting the roof on. So the sales cycle is generally with a, a volume builder sitting between 62 and 75 weeks um, on, on average. So we've got 75 weeks uh, notification to deliver that product. So that means that we, you know, we can really easily forward forecast our product. Um, so that's not really a key issue. It's, it's great for the fact that we um, can really forecast forward and understand our manufacturing requirements and be prepared. But then yeah. on the other side, it also becomes a constraint because you're, you're selling today um, and you're in sawn a year and a half later. So you don't see revenue for a year and a half. But if you look at the re-roofing market, we've got an eight to 12 week sales cycle and we've got a, you know, a blue ocean, a, a very unique product like the iPhone um, that a lot of people want. And it's, it's a very easy sell. So if you're targeting the right markets, we can get, get very quick sales. So that, that meets our very early demand. Um, in terms of manufacturing, we are currently doing a business case. So uh, we've, we're uh, just bringing in someone from the University of New South Wales to support us. Um, we've got my mechanical team on the extrusion frames um, and we've got advisors working with us to put it all together. Um, we will, you know, obviously apply for some grant funding, but we're looking to do most of our equity and debt um, and we're hoping to financially close the manufacturing side of things 
uh, by end of Q2 next year wow. and start building a plant. So the interesting thing for us is that we we won't just be providing product into Australia. Um, we're obviously working internationally, so that gives us uh, removes a lot of risk around certain markets, um, the the US dollar and so on. Um, but will allow us to scale very quickly. So. Yeah, we're we're hoping to be doing you know plus a hundred megawatts within a couple of years of the plant being operational. That puts us at um, early twenty twenty seven, wow, which is is super exciting. We'll be a massive exporter of Volt around the world, which will be great for our um, our, our country, um, and then also allow us to keep all our IP in Australia. Yeah, fantastic. Can we do we have a state that we can mention or? I live in Victoria, um, uh-huh. <laughs> so I can't mention the state, but I, I don't want to travel too far from home when I do need to go out there. Yep, got it. Um, and one one more question about the tiles when they're on the roof. Um, what what's the situation with with monitoring, with um, with upkeep, and also what's the inverter setup? So basically, in Australia, the option right now is just a string inverter. So um, you know, old school Freudius uh, fanboy, um, but we, yep, you know, SMA, um, you know, so so you can, we, we only recommend our vault partners use premium products. Um, this is a premium product. So um, they, they're not, uh, they're not generally selling it with a very low end cheap inverter. It wouldn't make sense. You, you're not really required because that's not what the customer's asking for. Mm. Um, so string inverters in Australia at this point in time, uh, we are doing some testing right now with Enphase on our factory, um, just to see how it manages the temperatures, how hot it gets and if there's any loss in efficiency. And we'll take that data back to Enphase to say, Hey, will you support the warranties if it's installed with our product? Uh, we're looking at some of the other optimizer um, rapid shutdown technologies as well. So mm-hmm. the US market um, requires uh, rapid shutdown. So that means that uh, you need to be below, I think it's 80 volts within the array um, if, if the system's turned off and below 30 volts outside of the array um, if the system's turned off. Right. So that's a, a bit of a firefighting thing. So yeah. in our uh, testing requirements for our entry there, which I think starts uh, in October, uh, we're over there in October doing the testing and that's hurricane testing, the, the whole scope for building products. Um, we we are, need to select certain products and topology and design um, to get compliance to meet the rapid shutdown requirements. So that might be with a Fronius inverter with a rapid shutdown device in the roof. We could use a solar edge or we could use an end phase. So we're just considering all the different products doing the testing um, uh, for that now and, and to shortlist the best ones to work with. Okay. And so do you offer um, for your customers monitoring of the system or is that done through the inverter supplier? That, that would just be done through the inverter supplier. Um, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's really up to the uh, vault partner on how they um, sell, monitor uh, their systems. So, you know, obviously you've got your, your standard inter- inter- um, internet connection to the inverter, which can tell you all the different information, um, but the premium systems can obviously have more of a, a premium monitoring solution where you would be very likely looking at monitoring for... Um, four solar tiles uh, to one inverter or one optimizer. Hmm. Okay. 
And and on warranty side of things, are you are you in the same ballpark as as panels? Yeah, we we've got the the longest warranty of any solar tile um, globally. So we're thirty years performance warranty and fifteen year product warranty. So okay. we're you know I know I know there's a lot of panels out there now offering twenty five twenty five, um, which is interesting, particularly on the product side. Um, but uh, yeah, we're a fifteen year product warranty and 30 year performance warranty and it's obviously a linear warranty so it's it's pretty good warranty on the performance yep well it sounds like you are on the track to some bigger big big things uh both here in australia and overseas so it'd be great to watch your progress and to see what kind of uh, installs you complete around australia and elsewhere in the world absolutely yeah we're, we're, we're enjoying the ride um it's an absolute thrill to see a product concept that we uh, thought of eight, nine years ago. Um, and then, you know, this week I was in Turkey installing on a roof yeah. um, training. So uh, it's a little a bit surreal. It's a self moment. <laughs> it, 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 it was. It's, it's um, gone from a hobby to a, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's life's exciting. It's an adventure and, and we love that. Um, we love that. I've got an amazing team um, back in Australia who's just driving everything that we do. Um, yep. So it's, this isn't a one-person a one business. This is a, a team um, and they're incredible. And, uh, yeah, we're all just loving the ride. We're absolutely having a ball and it's super That's exciting. That's fantastic. Yeah, and it's really exciting to see an Australian product out there doing well and uh, it's very good to hear that, um, that you'll start to make it at scale here in Australia. Excellent. Yeah, very exciting. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time all the way from Istanbul and uh, all the best. And, yeah, keep us posted on any of those new big, huge roofs that you cover. Absolutely. We'd love Thanks, to see Sophie. Some, some good pictures too. Yes, we'll be, we'll be putting that all over our socials very soon. Brilliant. Okay. Thanks so much, Peter. Thanks, Sophie. And that was uh, Peter Leeson from the Leeson Group with the stories that um, we're talking about his solar tiles. So, look, um, good luck with that. I think it's something that people are kind of interested in, um, but I guess they want to make sure that it's um, not too costly and reasonably practical. And I don't know how often people change their roofs, although we just did. But <laughs> <laughs> um, um, It's a niche even... market, but it's it's, you know, it's definitely there. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Now, look, what else is happening on um, the solar front? Um, rooftop solar sales seem to be going pretty well at the moment, which is not surprising given the bill shock that most people are receiving. Um, mm. But the sizes are getting bigger. Yeah, so I think it it's not been huge last month. I think a bit of a plateau in, in installs, but not going down from month to month. It was a jump. Um, but yes, the, the data from SunWiz shows that the average size, which, you know, not that long ago was, what were they saying, six kilowatts really, um, and then it was eight. It is now, you know, quite far north of nine, closer to ten, So, which is quite a big, big size. And it does seem like people are heeding the call to fill your roof with panels because... Um, you know, you might not need all of that generation right now, but with electrification, with when you add an electric vehicle, um, you will. 
Well, exactly, yes. And um, you might as well, I mean, you don't expect to get much money back if you're exporting it, but if you're going to stick it in a battery or stick it in your car or just use it through your various appliances, then um, probably a pretty good idea. So it's kind of interesting. And look, and I guess with the move to sort of dynamic exports, as that's what it's called, um, you can probably be allowed to export up to 10 kilowatts at most times rather than just having this sort of arbitrary plateau or, or peak of five or even lower in, in, in some jurisdictions. Yeah, so you, there's less sort of danger that you're, you're going to get curtailed and you're going to get, you know, it will go nowhere. Um, but, yeah, there's a much better chance that you can sort of solar self-consume when you shift to all electric and... Um, use as much as you can in the middle of the day and, and fill up your car and fill up your battery and heat your hot, heat your water. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, it's interesting because um, EVs are being sold at a rate of about six or 7,000 um, a month and that's likely to increase. So um, we're, it's, um, it's going to be really interesting to see how many of those have their own rooftop solar or will install it and what sort of capacities they're going to be doing. And it's kind of interesting to see more of the utilities, including the network operators and the retailers kind of offering these sort of incentives to sort of you know charge your evs during the day using rooftop solar everyone's very very um very very focused on sort of doing this or solar soaker as it were and solar solar soaker i'm not sure if i said that right solar solar soaker just <laughs> you got sort of you know i got there in the end um <laughs> Um, yeah, to, to to absorb it up. And look, it was interesting listening to AGL um, media conference earlier today too, talking about their profits. I mean, look, AGL sort of talks about going to green energy and that's fine, but the reality is that it's got two coal-fired generators left even after the closure of Liddell, mm. which are going to be around for another decade. But they're sort of teaching them to dance, as it were, um, teaching them to sort of flex up and down entirely because of rooftop solar. could have danced. I know. Just imagine them with dancing shoes and pretty and and, and frilly things. <laughs> or um, well, no, no, yes. Well, I mean, um, they could be wearing tights as well. But um, yes, but they're having to learn to dance to sort of deal with rooftop solar. So that's kind of dominating the thinking of just about everyone. Whether it's come down to the regulators, the market operators, um, the system people who are thinking about new big batteries, particularly in Western Australia, um, and even the design of the market. So we'll have a story next week about how. Uh, the design of the markets in the world's biggest microgrid, which is Western Australia, being rethought, yep. principally because of rooftop solar. Yeah, and and on the other side of that, coming to that problem from the other direction, from the household, um, there are, there's some research that uh, we're looking at a one step on the grid this week, one step off the grid even, um, where you know the benefits of solar pre-cooling your house so this is another way that households can use more of their own solar even if they're not home they can program their air conditioners to run during the middle of the day um, in summer and this study um, done at the UNSW um, found that people could save nearly $200 just over the three months of summer just by doing that by solar pre-cooling and then when they get home the house is already cooled there's no need to sort of turn it on at, you know, the lowest possible temperature at five o'clock when you get home and it's sweltering. Um, So, yeah, there's all sorts of different solutions to the problem. Um, That particular solution does seem to sort of assume that um, the house has got good um, insulation because so many Australian houses like glorified tents. Yes, agreed. But they did, the study ranged from uh, two-star homes to energy rating 
two star to eight and um they didn't didn't find a whole lot of difference and in fact um yeah that i think that because they are these things um you know you can lose the benefit of pre-cooling but it's not as um not as dramatic as not thought. Not as dramatic as thought. No, and, well, and they sort of did find that you know they they tested across a range of different kinds of buildings, different building materials, different layouts of homes, different you know. Well, so it it was a quite a good result, and I think at least it might stop people from suddenly ramping them on right at that evening peak, which is another problem for the for the market operator when it when the sun goes down and everyone suddenly. The demand skyrockets, and and yeah, that's when these coal plants have to dance. Well, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a bit concerned about the sort of the, the, the lack of meaningful impact between a two star and an eight star home, but yeah. um, <laughs> well, no, I don't think they. Yeah, no, I don't think they. De- they're definitely not advocating for having a two star home and 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 cooling it. But um, I think yeah, I, read the story. It will make more sense. Story. Absolutely. Yeah, do no your worries. own research. Do your own research. Oh, look, um, when people say do your own research, <laughs> I get pretty worried about like that. Because oh, it usually we've had followed... one of those weeks, haven't we? Oh, we have one of those weeks. Yeah, do your own research. Therefore, wind yeah. turbines don't actually work without no. being powered by a coal plant. And, um, yes. Yes, and it's other things. It's been a things. theme this week. It's been a little bit nutty out there. We're getting a lot of um, antiques. Yes, they're everywhere, and mm. um, and um, yes, I'm not too sure how far to go down that path, but <laughs> I'm a bit I'm a bit surprised that some of them actually do believe that um, jolly green giants or intergalactic lizards are still controlling us, and wind and solar are part of that control fort. So, as you add another solar panel onto the roof, just remember you're doing it for the lizards. Mm. So um, anyway, um, anything else to wrap up before we, uh, or anything else to sort of point out before we wrap up this week's podcast? Well, just one more thing is that uh, Queensland announced it had some rebates for electrification um that was at the end of last week um but it just was notable that they've kind of joined the party um and they're nothing too exciting but um it is encouraging people once again to switch out their old gas appliances for energy efficient electric appliances um so yeah it's really there does seem yeah. to be the big push for electrification. New South Wales mm. also came out this week and just reminded people that it also has rebates for us too. Um, yes, it does. No, but there is this sort of massive push. And look, just on yeah. the electrification note, um, there's some other great podcasts from the Switched On podcast that um, Andalini's been doing. Some interesting interviews with Horizon Energies, Stephanie Unwin about how they um, they uh, got the town of Esperance to go electric within a year, having got 12 months' notice from the local gas utility yeah. that was pulling out. So that was an interesting story. It was a fascinating one, wasn't it? And the gas company pulled out because it was not economic for them anymore. <laughs> Who knew? There you go. <laughs> um, and there's also a good podcast with uh, Craig Memory as well uh, from the Public Interest Advisory Centre, and um, he's got some interesting tips about how to go to electric. And I'd also point out our latest podcast for Energy Insiders with David Roberts, DR Volts. Some people might know him but on Twitter account, former writer for Grist and Vox, does his oh, own yeah. sort of writing now. Um, very entertaining character. Mm. He's come over to Australia and we had a talk to him before he hopped on the plane and really interesting perspectives about what's happening in the US and you know some of the politics and the partisanship there. And um, yeah. yes, so um, pretty we interesting. We think Australia's nutty. Well, yes, we seem to be following in somebody else's footsteps, but um, <laughs> yes, there you go. Look, Sophie, thank you very much for doing that interview with Peter Leeson from um, um, Leeson 
Solar the company Leeson Group. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks to Peter Leeson for for doing that. I think he was actually overseas, but He's in, um, in Istanbul. <laughs> so it was nearly breakfast call for him. Yeah. Uh, and look, thanks to all our um, uh, listeners out there. Thanks for your feedback. Thanks, of course, to our sponsors. And we'll be back again in a fortnight with another episode of Solar Insiders. Bye for now. Solar Insiders was brought to you by Pylon. Pylon provides easy-to-use solar design software for installers and retailers with pay-as-you-go pricing, no monthly costs and no locking contracts. Join Australia's top solar companies who trust Pylon to design high-resolution, CEC-ready solar proposals. Solar Insiders is also brought to you by Nextracker, delivering some of the highest-performing solar assets in the country. Like a sunflower follows the sun, Nextracker's market-leading solar solutions deliver optimal return on investment for utility solar farms in Australia. Check out their flagship NX Horizon Smart Solar Tracker, their intelligent optimization software, and the industry's most advanced terrain-following solar tracking technology, NX Horizon XTR.